0: Hi, I'm Lori.
1: And I'm Kevin, and this is No Longer Ashamed.
0: We are survivors of childhood sexual abuse.
1: And we're here to share with you that if you're a survivor, you don't have to be alone.
0: Our logo is a salamander, and the reason is, a fire salamander can survive a fire, and you have survived a fire.
1: We want to help you with your journey to healing and hope.
0: We are all survivors together, and we walk this journey together. And you are not alone.
1: By telling our stories, we are hoping that you will have the courage to share in your stories as well and find your voice.
0: Because stories are so important. And for so long, I know that I wouldn't tell my story. But when I finally shared my story, that's when I got my freedom.
1: And this is our journey and your journey to healing and hope. So come with us.
0: Feelings. I loved what you were saying, Kevin, about how men have certain feelings that they're allowed, and then not allowed. Same with women. And I think that's kind of the beauty of us doing this together is feeling those feelings. And I work with uh, recovering addicts. And all of a sudden, they're calling me up going, I have feelings. And I'm like, feel them. Yeah, don't drown them feel them. And they're like, I don't know how. And I think that that's, you know, it's easy to say feel the feelings, but really it's taking some time and letting whatever those feelings are, they're not going to kill you. They f- it feels yeah. like they will. Oh, yeah. It feels like they will destroy you, but they won't because you're a smart human being. And if you take the time to let those feelings just kind of sift through, you'll be able to make some sense of them.
1: And originally I was thinking, this is another one of those topics where men have the handicap because we're not allowed to have feelings. But then I realized, no, men and women are handicapped with feelings. Men aren't allowed certain feelings, and women are also not allowed certain feelings. They're just Mm -hmm. different types. But the main thing is when we're survivors, we're taught not to have feelings. We're taught that feelings aren't good. Mm -hmm. I know my father was alcoholic, and he had really dangerous anger he 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 would go into rages he would just he would really blow up and so i learned anger was a dangerous feeling and i bottled up that but the thing is feelings are hard but when you bottle your feelings up you're not really living a whole life exactly You're, you're limiting your feelings you're limiting your life you don't get to express things fully, you don't get to enjoy things fully, you're really limiting how you live when you don't allow yourself to have feelings.
0: And what I know that I have done is, and I call it as a Christian, I call it sinful self-protectiveness, is (laughs) that I get protective, but it's not in a way that's healthy. And it's a way to kind of almost stealth like it's like you go stealth and I I will say a lot of people think they know me but they Mm -hmm. don't know anything about me which is okay with me but it's the way I have uh, navigated and I I have done a lot of work and I have felt the feelings but what happens is when you first start the feelings you have are at the age that the abuse happened Mm -hmm. so if you were a toddler or if you were a teenager so as you work through them so something happened to Me last week, somebody like accused me of something. And it was such a silly accusation. All it would have taken was a phone call to say, Hey, did you know that this was you were doing this? I work in radio. It was a pronunciation of a word. And nobody got a hold of me to say, That's not how you pronounce it but the accusation was you said it wrong the first week I gave you you know I went through the right channels we told you how to say it the second week and you chose not to correct it that was the email that wasn't the truth Nobody bothered to pick up the phone and say the words to me. But those feelings, they got a hold of me, right? Because I, I got defensive. It's like, you are accusing me. You don't know who I am. And then I realized I stormed into my boss's office and I said, I just CC'd you on an email because I would never on purpose... Do this. And then when I got a chance to settle down, Uh I realized that person, she just does not have very good social graces. I'm not going to get fired. It would have been right if somebody just called and said, this is how you say this word. But I let those feelings really dictate some of my actions like storming into my new boss's office you know and later i thought okay i wish i would have just sat with it like like i've done in the past i wish i would have just sat with it before i talked to my boss before i sent an email and so even as we heal there's different levels of feelings i felt shame yeah you are bad you're not good you can't even speak yeah and you're working radio
1: someone was Shaming you. Exactly. so immediately you went into defensive mode. And this is one of the important parts of this topic I want to talk about is when you're used to numbing your feelings to, you know, having a mute button on all your feelings. When you first go into therapy and you start or however you're dealing with this issue and you start expressing feelings, you have to be very aware that you have to do it in a very safe setting. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're first letting these feelings out... It can be overwhelming. It can be really overwhelming. It I, is. I remember, um, I hate to say this, but I, I almost had to wait until after I was divorced from my first wife and was living alone to express all of my feelings because I didn't feel like I could express all of them with her. I was very guarded. Um, there were certain people I could express them with, but I couldn't. It just didn't feel safe to express them with her because men don't cry. Right? Men don't feel grief. Men don't break down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these are all the stereotypes that we live with. And it's not just survivors, it's our society. We have certain expectations for mm-hmm. men and women, and men don't cry. Women don't get angry. Well, all these. F-
0: or for women, it's like just be quiet, shut yeah. up and take it, don't make waves.
1: Yeah. And men have to be stoic, they mm-hmm. have to stand strong, take everything, handle it in yeah. stride.
0: And it feels like, for one, if you cry, you're never going to stop. It feels like when you feel the feelings, like they are going to be as bad as the original, which is not true because it's already happened. So yes, the feelings feel terrible, but you're in a different place because you're an adult now. And giving yourself that space. And I love what your wife said. Her counselor said, feelings are information and that she's checking in with her feelings. And so often, like, so for me, what happened when I, after I went into my boss's, for, you know, me, so storming in is like walking in going, hey, anyway. (laughs) But after afterwards, you know, I I thought, huh, what? Then I reflect, what are these feelings? Well, it was shame. It was shame. You just told me I was a horrible person because I couldn't say a word. And I believed it. See, that that's the difference. She did not shame me. She accused me. She didn't need to do that. But I believed something about myself. And so I ran with it. Mm -hmm. and that's not who we want to be, and when we think about doing this as a conscious person, so I'm conscious. I'm paying attention. I try to be in the moment and I still reacted. So think about when we're not conscious, right? So we have these feelings, we're trying to stuff them or we're, re- we're reacting versus acting. Mm-hmm. And that feels so out of control. So the truth is when we start to feel the feelings, even if we have those moments that feel out of control, once we reflect on them, we're like, oh, that's what that was. Yeah. And then pretty soon we, we catch it before we act out. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I think it's important. And I think that's why it's so important when you're first dealing with the issues that you have of being a survivor to find your safe people, find Mm -hmm. the safe place where you can express feelings, because that's how you get through the grief is to feel the grief. That's how you get through this pain, the sorrow, the anger is to actually feel them and express those feelings. if you don't ever feel and express them, they're going to stay there.
0: And, And here's an example. Well, first of all, um, we we don't think it's okay to feel usually and especially I see this with addicts there's joy and anger mm-hmm. right you're happy or you're sad but there's such a realm in between and I've been working on getting more joy in my life and what I've realized is I do gratitude every day I get centered in the morning I have devotion time you know different people call it different things but we, Once we start to learn how to feel, then we can actually kind of get stuck in that feeling of sadness. Even though we're doing the work, we've done, we've felt that feeling for so long. And so I'm actually taking a position, I'm sitting up straight and I'm actually smiling. And as I do gratitude, so I'm changing my whole body language to embody joy because when we have been holding these secrets for so long, That's the way our body reflects. And so it's actually feeling the feelings and then actually going the next step to grab the new feelings. Yeah.
1: Once you kind of allow yourself to feel, then you allow yourself to feel the full range. And I remember when I was first in therapy and doing feelings for the first time. (laughs) Doing feelings. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I I mean, really, I, I I had limited. But I remember I was yawning a lot Mm. and I would be just like expressing this stuff and just torn up and yawning and my therapist is like I'd apologize because I'd I'd have like this fit of yawning and he'd be like it's I'd be like I'm sorry Uh, and he's like no it's okay what you're doing is you're physically reducing the tension in your body yawning is a way of it's not an emotion necessarily but you're you're releasing tension and so your body Mm. does express and that's something we don't realize all the time but you express with your body and Mm. sometimes your body will express without you even knowing it and yawning apparently is a really good thing to do when you're going through a lot of tension, through a lot of, I was experiencing a lot of the grief over and I was just being torn up and then just yawning. Mm. (laughs) It was like, what is going on? Interesting. But I think we have to learn that first we have to find a safe place and then learn that you're not going to be destroyed by expressing feelings, because I was really afraid Mm -hmm. at first, partly because my dad would just rage.
0: And it wasn't accepted. So it's like now you're saying... I have to feel but it's not accepted so how do I even do that it's Mm -hmm. like how do I ride this bike right Mm -hmm. you've already always told me to ride it backwards and now you're telling me to ride it frontward and I don't know how to do that so it's actually a learning process as well I there's a technique called EFT have you heard of this
1: no I haven't
0: it's tapping have you heard of tapping
1: Yes, I have.
0: So, but here's what I love about it. And you see this in different type of stress practices is you start with, oh this happened. Oh this is terrible. So, you're you're taking what happened because right, we've always had to go no, it's okay. I'm going to be fine. So we go no, this happened and it's terrible and we we say it's horrible and I'm mad because of this and this. So, if you can't express the feelings, you use your words and you just start to say what it is and we think, oh, we can't be negative. But the truth is when Whenever we say the words, we get it out, we validate ourselves. it loses its power. So it's actually so much better to say the words and to yell and scream and punch a punching bag. Because once you've done that, then it's out. But when we hold it in, it has nowhere to go and it doesn't have a name. So when we say the words, now it has a name and we can actually physically release it.
1: We're not controlled by it anymore. Mm. But it is a process. I mean, it you have to be patient. I know for me, it took me a while to, I was able to get to little steps at a time, but anger always scared me.
0: Were it, you afraid, like, it, you would do something terrible or it just oh, reminded th- you of your dad? Yeah, or?
1: yeah, I thought it would just blow up uh, um, because he did. He yeah. would just blow up. But it was okay to just blow up. And right? I realized that in a safe yeah you're not hurting anyone. I was just destroying pillows mm-hmm. and it was okay and it it felt really good yeah and when you release those feelings you're getting through the grief the mm-hmm. anger but if you don't actually express them. You won't get through those.
0: Right. And part of the reason we don't is we think we're wrong. and
1: Or that the feelings are bad.
0: Exactly. And some of us don't even know what happened to us was abuse yet. Mm. We know we have... Something but we haven't been able to name it Right we maybe think that's normal because my sister and I were talking about this this morning We were probably four and five and our mom was gone because she was mentally ill and she would sometimes disappear for weeks at a time and my sister said she's three i'm four teach me how to make oatmeal Okay, this is back in the early 60s, right? So we get our little stool. We turn on the burner. We put water in the pan. We boil it We add the oatmeal We're three and four. We thought that was normal, right? And so those are the things. It's like, first you recognize, holy crap.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Then, and then it's not okay to be mad at your mom. I mean, for goodness sake, she's mentally ill, but you still have to. Yeah. Because even though, you know, she didn't maybe do the things on purpose, it still affected us. And I read this great thing is it's yes and. It's like your parents could have done their best and still hurt you. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's what we want to make it black or white. No, they did the best. I'm going to move on. Or if I face it, I'm going to be weak. Well, in the Bible, it says where we are weak, he is strong. And when we are able to express that, that's how we get strong.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where he finds us Mm -hmm. in our weakness, Mm -hmm. in our times of grief and pain.
0: And also with grief, because really, that's a type of grief. One thing I've really seen is like, especially people who lose people, like parents who lose children, there's a certain amount of grief the world allows you. And then after that amount of time, six months, they don't want to hear about it anymore. So if you're recovering and you don't take what they think is the proper amount of time, you take, you're still sad, you're still struggling, you're Mm -hmm. still in counseling, then you, again, think something must be wrong with you because you're not grieving in the proper amount of time, which that's a fallacy.
1: You're not over it yet. I know for men, crying is not always accepted. and
0: Rarely accepted.
1: And if you... uh, I cried so hard for mm-hmm. so long, but I didn't really cry until I was single again. Mm-hmm. Until I was, because I felt like That's, I you're protecting yourself. Yeah, I was. I didn't think it was okay to cry in front of someone for mm-hmm. most of my life. It was like it just wasn't a manly thing. Mm-hmm. But it is. I we, mean,
0: we've done our boys such a disservice.
1: Well, and girls too Mm -hmm. because you know they can't be strong they can't be
0: they're too much Mm -hmm. that that's that's what i have come up against as a single woman it's like well you're too much well i'm independent i have to take care of myself somebody's got to do it and if that's you know threatening but that's it. it's like nobody's like saying that to me but that's the message that that, was perpetrated we
1: have these messages that say you know you can't do that because that's not what girls do or mm-hmm. what boys yeah. do.
0: And I, and I see it with my recovery clients. Their parents are, a lot of times people are trying to get well, but their parents are still sick. And so their parents are still saying, shh, shh, just mm-hmm. be quiet. Don't make waves. We talked about this a few episodes ago. And that we we have to be able to find our place to say, be an activist for ourselves. Yeah. I am going to make waves. And even if it's just, In the room with my therapist, I have every right.
1: Yeah, and that's why I really encourage you to find a therapist Mm -hmm. you feel comfortable with. And if it works for you, group therapy was amazing Yeah, as far as being able to express your feelings. For me, it was breakthrough. It was where I was able to express my feelings with someone I wasn't paying to express my feelings to. Just these other guys Mm -hmm. that got it.
0: Right. and and there's so many more ways to do it now than when you started through yeah. there wasn't zoom there yeah. in person was it you couldn't even yeah. really do a conference phone call and now there's so many ways to do it to get the support but one thing that i've struggled with is being seen like mm. When I'm on Zoom, I don't want to put my camera on, right? Because I don't want to be seen. And I realize that's part of the abuse, you know, don't be seen and heard. And so I have adopted a new thing is that I will be seen. And it's funny because I work in radio and we're podcasting.
2: (laughs) No one sees us. That's
0: right. So it seems kind of ironic. But on the other hand, it's like, no, I'm not going to hide anymore Mm. because that's what we do. We find a way to hide, whether it's a mask, whether it's by oh, being yeah. a wallflower, whatever, oh, yeah. whatever survival skills we have in the Bible. It says when we were young, you know, we did these things, but now we're older and they don't work. And that's what happens is yeah. when we're in the amygdala and we're in survival skill or survival mode, then we are acting in a way that's really not appropriate, but we're still acting survival when we're not actually in survival because we've trained ourselves.
2: Yeah, that's what we've learned.
0: Right. We're always hypervigilant. We're always watching when we don't actually have to do that anymore. And that is the extreme value of a counselor because we don't know what we don't know. Mm -hmm. And so when they're able to point it out and then we're like, oh, Oh,
1: that hmm." makes sense. Right? Yeah.
0: I didn't know that. (laughs) Even permission. You know, saying yeah. you have permit I mean, saying no. What happens when we're two years old? Don't say we, we want to say no to everything. And they're like, You can't say no. Uh-huh. We teach people not to say no. We teach children not to say no. And then we're like, Why didn't you say no?
1: Yeah, but that's what we've learned.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, speaking of I get to go up on stage. Yeah, speaking tell us. of wanting to be invisible at church, <laughs> they wanna they wanna talk about, you know, we're we're doing this thing where it's not testimonies, it's just like where is God? put you during this whole COVID thing. And Mm. our pastor asked my wife and I to be there. And I'm like, yeah, on stage. I've always had stage fright. (laughs) Always. And that's why I never got into acting or anything else But that's why you loved voiceover. That's why I love being on a microphone Mm -hmm. because no one is looking at me. So mysterious. And yeah I get to experience being on stage in front of church, but luckily, we're at twenty five percent because mm. of the restrictions. So there's only a few people, and I'm sure I can find like the one spot where no one's sitting that I can look <laughs> at and, and pretend no one's there. but you, we and, learn we learn to be invisible. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. first, there's the stereotype feelings that we learn. you know, men don't cry, right. girls aren't. Bossy or, you know, aggressive. Oh, right. and, yeah. and then there's this the ones we learn from whoever taught us these mm-hmm. issues that we can't be seen. We have to hide because we're trying to be safe. And also, if we show that we're sad or upset, if we cry, mm-hmm. then we're going to be victimized more because we're weak. Mm-hmm. Or if we show anger, they're going to be you know, defensive and attack us. There's Mm -hmm. all these other things. So when we're surviving, when we're going through abuse, we're being taught that we have to bottle up, shut down our emotions because they just, they aren't safe.
0: Well, and like you said, you had to wait till you were single to be able to like really grieve. I remember in college, there was this issue in our apartment and I remember somebody said, well, why don't you just talk to your roommates? And I was like... They don't care. And I truly believe that. Now, the truth is, they would have cared. But yeah. in my mind, nobody cared what I thought.
1: Mm-hmm, because that's what we're taught.
0: So if you speak up, then you're just going to be in trouble and make everybody mad. And nobody's going to do anything anyway. So why bother? And I think for me, my personality is sort of like go with the flow. Like if everyone's going out to dinner, I'll go where they want to go. I don't, I'm don't. i not like, I have to have Italian. <laughs> Right. So I have that nature anyway. But so then, you know, for me to to go, okay, it's okay if I don't want to do that. Right. But, But we're so afraid that if we rock the boat, everybody will walk away and then we'll be alone again. Mm hmm. Or they won't be able to handle our grief or our sadness. And the truth is, it doesn't matter whether they can or not. We find the person who can, which is a counselor, Mm -hmm. a support group, because they can handle it.
1: And then we have to practice our feelings at first. You have to practice. You have to let them out a little bit at a time. Sometimes they come out all at once. (laughs) Like, whoa, where did that come from? (laughs) Usually it's after you practice a little while Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, but... And then you're able to actually express your feelings mm-hmm. with your family, with yes. your friends, and you try it out a little bit at a time, mm-hmm. and and you find out that the world doesn't didn't come end, crashing down on you. Yeah. It, it
0: sounds so funny to hear us say this does, out but loud, but it's, it's so true. true. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> right? You but, said no, and the world didn't end. Yeah. Hmm, imagine yeah. that.
1: <laughs> it's amazing, but I really feel that. I feel it feeling <laughs> these important. feelings
0: are feeling really felt <laughs> <laughs> I
1: feel these feelings really feel like a big deal and they are yeah. they are feelings are important I think that's one of the biggest achievements for me was to be able to express because mm-hmm. I was so bottled up mm-hmm. I was so men learned to be stoic already and then because of this abuse I was mm-hmm. just... I would not express much. Right. What's
0: wrong? And, Nothing. Yeah. Obviously, and, it's something. Nothing. I mean, yeah.
1: people, and Charnel still thinks I'm passive aggressive at times because...
0: Because you shut down. I something still shut you, down, you, you down shut sometimes.
1: Down. And, you know, I see it more now and, and, and I'm aware yeah. of it and I'm able to get past it, but it still happens. Yeah. But that was the norm. Right. You know for most of my life was people thought I was passive aggressive cuz I just didn't have feelings mm-hmm. and yeah. I think you really miss out on a lot of life when you're not expressing and feeling your feelings mm. you're just missing out on so much
0: The work that we do with kids so often we have that chart with all the faces and feelings mm. and what's so amazing about it is that there's so many You know, and it's like, if you're so angry and you're like, I'm so angry. And you're like, no, I'm not so angry. Oh, wait, there's a different feeling there. Let's see what it is. Really learning to identify. So for me, what I had to identify last week, and I was mad that I was mad. I'm really peaceful. I'm really, I love my life. I've created this great environment. So I was, I was upset that I was upset, but it was like, okay, I was mad, but it wasn't that I was mad. I I was feeling shame and I allowed that. I forgot from a few minutes who I was because of words you know, like a phone call or people say things, and we take it to heart instead of going instead of knowing who we are and falling in love with ourselves, you know when we don't feel the feelings, we can keep everything at bay, we think, but we don't keep anything at bay
1: well, and shame is a tough thing because we all have faults, we mm-hmm. all have things that mm-hmm. you know, we screw up i mean we're really it, it's you screw ter- up. <laughs> All the time. I know we're so human, and yet we don't want to admit it, especially when it's something Mm -hmm. we're prideful about, Mm -hmm. something we feel like I'm good at this. I don't screw this up.
0: And then someone points the finger, and you're, and then
1: you're like, "No, Mm -hmm. that's not true." And you blow up, Mm -hmm. or you feel this fury because you feel like your pride has been,
0: yeah, yeah, dropped
1: down a few notches
0: right and that's that is the protection right when when our mm-hmm. ego and our pride mm-hmm. it's it's protecting ourselves because we'll get hurt if we're mm. not perfect we'll get yeah. hurt if we're not right and what amazes me all the time my sister and i always say this you know i'm in my 60s yeah all this stuff that happened when i was a little girl And it's still, right? It doesn't just go away. Sometimes people go,
1: Plus years. oh, that was years ago. ago. It doesn't matter.
0: But it does because as long as it's affecting us, it matters. So until we're able to release it, feel the feelings, like we talked about the child that was left behind, finding a way to love ourselves. I I said to somebody, I'm a coach. So I said to a person, they said they didn't understand why they were doing this thing. And I said, well, it's because you hate yourself. And they were so mad at me. (laughs) And... I, I felt bad for saying it, but it was true, because I get it, yeah. that self-loathing. Yeah. A few weeks later, they said, boy, that, that really stung, but it really opened my eyes. And I go, oh my gosh, I said, I thought I lost you forever <laughs> over saying that. But we do, we have so much self-loathing, we because we have been so convinced we're bad so even when we're feeling the feelings we're like okay we're supposed to feel these feelings but it's bad to feel these feelings but you're telling me i have to there's so many mixed messages and i think if you can find a way to be quiet At least five minutes a day to just, you know, you can't clear your mind, sing a song, whatever, but be very intentionally just quiet to still those voices because it's so easy to keep busy and keep everything like we think Mm -hmm. if we stay busy enough that we'll. What? Outrun it? What? I don't know, but I, I, I'm i guilty of it.
1: Hide it. Um, right. That's actually another episode I want to do is how we actually numbed our feelings, the things we did and, mm-hmm. and what we did in order to not to feel feelings. Right. But I think I wanted to do this first because it's important, I think, to allow yourself to have feelings, Mm -hmm. to learn what your feelings really are.
0: And know that it's a process. It's not like, okay, today I'm going to feel a feeling. Okay, now I'm better. Right? It's a process. It takes a while. Yeah. And like for me, a lot of times I would look at my children. And so I remember one time. Something happened, and I was like, My daughter doesn't even know when she was three. She doesn't even know what a great life she has. Yeah. And then I, this is, I feel like this was God. I went, I'm so glad. I'm so glad yeah. she doesn't have to know that. But there was that part of me that was like, Because that was the little girl in me going, yeah. You think you got it bad, right? Yeah. And that's what we're doing. When we don't feel our feelings, we're reacting out of that. And mm-hmm. that's not who we are. No. That's what happened to us. That's not who we are.
1: And that's the point is that the feelings aren't the grief. We're uh, they're not the the trauma. Mm-hmm. The feelings are of what the trauma did to us. And we need to express those feelings so we can get through it. The feelings are not the hurt that was done to us. Right. The feelings, you know, the sorrow is there because of what's done. But right. we can't get through the sorrow until we express it.
0: There was, I think in like in the 90s, there was sort of this trend in sitcoms where somebody would say something and the person would go, ouch, right like and to me i was like wow can you believe it it's like they went you hurt my feelings who says that right who admits to that and that was for me it was so freeing to go wow i can just say ouch right yeah that hurt that smarted
1: (laughs) well and it's funny but i find that it's a lot of fun now to actually enjoy feelings all kinds of feelings not All of them, but...
0: Tell me one you've enjoyed lately.
1: Just being joyful about my dog is a pain in the butt, but he's he's also very playful. Tonight was so hilarious. (laughs) And there are times when I'm just... Tickled by him? I'm tickled, but I'm also... He drives me nuts, but at the same time, (laughs) he's so funny, and he's so... Okay, we
0: have to set the stage a little. When this dog stands on his hind legs, he's taller than me. Yeah,
1: he's... He's a big boy <laughs> and he's he's very much a puppy even yes. though he's two years old and they're very big <laughs> and very big and he gets bored because we have two other dogs but they're female and they're older and mm-hmm. they're six years old and they don't play with him so when I come home he just wants to play and there's times when I've come home from work and I'm just beat I'm tired I need a nap <laughs> and it's like ain't uh, happening it dad ain't <laughs> happening. And, then, and I've got these feelings of oh for crying out loud <laughs> But at the same time, it's so much fun that he is such a goofball.
0: So two things I think about when you said, I never thought about enjoying my feelings, but Christmas for me this year was fabulous. Christmases are not good for me. They're very rarely good for me. But I got to be with my grandkids and I got to be with at least two of my children and their partners. And I got to just enjoy i wasn't in charge of anything i got to just and my youngest i'll tell you she so i'm grandma lala to everyone to her i'm lala (laughs) she she is this girl's got opinions and she's four years old but i got to just thoroughly enjoy her and then today i was helping another friend with a podcast he's a cancer survivor so he's both sides of the stethoscope he's trying to bridge that gap wow he got a cat they got a kitten over christmas oh, him and his, his partner <laughs> and he was beside himself this cat is dri- this kitten is driving him crazy. he's like what well, it of just went, it just sat in the plant you know and i'm th- absolutely thoroughly enjoying the kitten i'm playing it's trying to bite me but you know k- kittens are not like dogs you can't let dogs bite cuz then yeah, they'll keep they'll the kittens keep bun- and he's like don't let that kitten bite you and he's just getting so frustrated and I, I was I was thoroughly, absolutely enjoying that yeah, kitten. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved it. But, you know, I could have earlier been caught up in his feelings of angst. Of, oh, yeah. It's getting in our way, and it's, you know, biting, and it's like it's a kitten. But it is funny how that, when we don't feel feelings, then it does restrict us.
1: Because we stuff them, and yep. they stay there, mm-hmm. and we're like, ah, ah. Uh, all the time and Mm -hmm. we don't get to just let it out it's like when Declan's my puppy my dog
0: (laughs) big big puppy (laughs) when he's frustrating I let it out and
1: You know, I say, what is wrong with you? But then I get over it because he's such a goof. And yeah. it's like, okay, let's go do something. But okay. if you just stuff it, yeah, it just stays there.
0: So Kevin's wife, Charnel is my dear friend. And she always feeds me when I come for podcasting. And we had these dumplings. And she had cooked them and soaked them. And, and just before I bit into them, I'm like, hmm, is this like a dumpling? Like it's a, a biscuit, like all bread? But it was like when I bit into it. And there was so much inside, Mm -hmm. right? So you look at this, it it looked pretty in its little, you know, pastry or whatever pasta cover. But when you bit into it, it's like, that's with feelings when we break them open. And if you can go, hey, wait a minute, it's okay to feel my feelings. And I'm in the living room with my family and I'm really pissed off. So I'm going to go in my bedroom, in my bathroom, and I'm going to feel these feelings. And if I have to break something or if I have to yell a little, yeah. The other day I got in the elevator at work and there's never anybody in the elevator anymore. But as the elevator was coming up, I thought I heard singing and my old co- co-worker aj always sang in the elevator and in the stairwell and so he's not with us anymore i mean he's with a, in colorado he's not dead he said, yeah. <laughs>
2: he's not dead."
0: but he's... so i heard this singing and i thought oh it's aj and then the the elevator opened and there was this man of course he had a mask on and i got in and i looked over at when the doors closed and i go were you singing <laughs> and he said yeah <laughs> and then i noticed there was a tear coming down his face oh. And I said, that made my day. I didn't want to in one floor try to explain to him about AJ and being yeah. gone and how much yeah. I missed him. But I thought he was feeling something. Yeah. And then I walk in, I invade the elevator, and then I'm like, Were you singing? He could have said no. Yeah. He's like, Yeah. And and then I was able to just say thank you. Mm. You know, and it was like he was obviously singing feeling something and then to see that tear on his face who knows maybe he got splashed on his way in but to Uh, me it was like there was he was singing and there was some emotion you know
1: emotion there yeah he let down
0: yeah so as you go through the week give yourself permission to feel feelings and and at first it's going to be like i don't even know what that means and that's okay Mm -hmm. it's like when we're learning something new like even all this computer and this technology, it's like, I don't know how this works. But, you know, you just keep showing up. Yeah. Just keep showing up and you'll start to get it. You'll start to understand it. And the most beautiful thing is when you turn around to somebody else who's a few steps behind you and you say, yeah, feeling, feelings suck. But, you know, what? it is so worth it's it. It's so
1: worth it. And that's it. Give yourself a break because you've learn the hard way not to feel feelings you've learned the hard way not to express feelings Mm -hmm. you've learned the hard way that your feelings are bad feelings aren't good they get you in trouble so give yourself a chance to try it a little bit at a time with someone safe right and just let yourself learn how to feel
0: you, before we go, I just want to say, you know the law of attraction. So people, opposites attract. Yeah, hello, there <laughs> you go. People say you can't manifest things, but when you think about it, think of all the bad things we've manifested, mm. right? We because we've been sad, we've been mad. Sure, there. You know, it's like when, when a client says, "I'm never going to get that job," I'm like, "Then you won't." Yeah,
2: you and so
0: won't. when you think about how, as a child, you've had to manifest. Mm-hmm all of this to say safe. So you have the capability. And it's just turning it around. It's flipping it on its head and going, You don't get to control me anymore. I get to be free. And there's so much to be said for freedom. And I will I will say for the things that I've suffered, the things I've been through, I mean, you know, going through divorce, raising kids on my own, is that the freedom I have been able to have because I've been able to face my issues, feel my feelings. To say, ouch, you know, even at risk. Yeah. And I mean, marching into my new boss's office the other day (laughs) in COVID when everyone's losing their job. So part of it was a reaction, but part of it also was, I'm not putting up with this. Yeah. And so you see how how there's kind of two, when, when we started out, it's like, yeah, I overreacted. But in a way, when I look at it, I sort of stood up for myself. Yeah. So it's like, it's really translating. It's uh, it's constantly translating as we go. But it's taking that minute to go. I, w- I always say, you know how um, you've got, when you point your finger, you have three pointing back. It's like when you're feeling frustrated, then you look at your hands and these fingers are pointing at you. And it's like, what is this about? Mm-hmm. What's
1: what's causing this frustration?
0: And I'm a huge proponent of journaling. If you can do it by Mm -hmm. thinking, that's great. But writing it down takes it to a different level because it's so validating.
1: Well, like Charnel's therapist said, feelings are... Information. information. So if we bottle up and hide those feelings we won't get that information but so there's two sides to it it's it's one thing to feel them and get through the feelings so you get through your grief get through your sorrow get through Mm -hmm. your anger but also you get that information where those feelings are coming from and you learn about yourself the things you've been hiding
0: Right. And the fact that we think we can't feel feelings, we're human, we're supposed to. Yeah. We're supposed to have feelings and we're all going to have bad feelings. Yeah. And that's how we learn there's this sweet young man, he's 12 and he wants to write a book and his grandma called me and said, my, my grandson wants to write a book. Oh. And what I loved about it was that he's in a really great situation being raised by his grandparents, mm. but he has some sadness. Mm. But, you know, watching him talk about, like, he has a really grumpy grandpa. Yeah. Uh. And making his grumpy grandpa a character. So, you know, it's like, it's acknowledging, yeah, grandpa's grumpy. He's, I mean, grandpa's getting up there in age. and
1: yeah, Yeah. he's probably a little old to be a parent again.
0: Yeah, and so, you know, it's just so awesome to see when a kid can start to embrace that and and to look at a child and say, I want to be like that child, and I want to feel those feelings. And when we were little, it wasn't safe, but what if we... Embrace those childlike feelings now And just be silly And you know His grandma is very silly And she has a very high squeaky voice Uh. And what is so funny Is every time I'm with them The family the, the grandson and his dad, whenever my friend, like whenever she says anything, I mean, it could be saying hi to the dog. They, they look up and they giggle because they get <laughs> such a kick out of her. And, you know, and, and I, I look at that and I just think, you know, I want that childlike joy. Yeah, I want yeah. that childlike feeling to just feel my feelings and be ridiculous or be angry, you know, because if we're, if we're blocking the, the anger then we're blocking also the silly yeah. innocent yeah. sweet yeah. stuff
1: that innocence was stolen from us but we can regain yes. it yeah by regaining our feelings and regain that joy yeah. that we we didn't have we mm-hmm. didn't allow ourselves to have
0: right so yeah There's a whole other area I want to go into, we'll bring it up another time, that's different than um, men and abuses, women and what they're wearing and how they dress and how that affected my life being abused as a small child. I couldn't wear a swimming suit. I couldn't dress and, you know, not that you want to be a provocative teenager, but because of that, I found myself missing out on so many, so much of those just fun, flirty things right yeah. and so we'll we'll talk about that another time and also another time I want to have Charnel on and if you have any ideas of what you would like to talk about or if you want to talk yeah. on this podcast you want to share your story please reach out to us because every story matters every and story matters. every story is different
1: and we want to hear your story and i
0: remember when i first realized i had been abused and i thought it was one person in my family mm. And I thought, I'm going to go on the Christian circuit and I'm going to talk about it as I get well. But then there was, it happened more. There were grandparents involved, you know. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, crap, I'm not going to say a freaking thing about this. But, right, it's like. It just evolves, but your story is important, and you can be anonymous. You don't have to give your real name, whatever it takes, but uh, we want to do whatever we can to support you in sharing your story and in being free from this because it does not have to have chains on you your whole life.
1: No, and it's important. Our stories are important so that people will realize that the scope of this. So
0: Right, and we, we listened to a podcast this last week of somebody who had kind of talked about being abused, wasn't sure if he would publish the podcast. But for us, it was like, see, even people that are famous, people that have followings, all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, this is something I've been dealing with. So we know there's a huge percent of the population.
1: It's a lot more prevalent than most people realize. And that's part of our reason for doing this is mm-hmm. so people realize the scope and also realize that there's a lot of people that really need support exactly
0: and, and what kevin always says you're not alone
1: you're not alone
0: right we're not doing you're this You're never
1: alone, alone. and mm-hmm. we want to be there for you mm-hmm. so let us know where you're at yeah reach out to doing, us and if you want it, we will interview you. if not We'll just do what we can.
0: Yeah. And like we say, we're not therapists, but we're good listeners. We are. (laughs) I teach listening. I'm a coach. I teach it. We are great listeners.
1: (laughs) So that's it for today.
0: We are going to have a prayer time if you want to stick with us. If not, we believe in you.
1: We want to hear from you. We want to hear your stories.
0: If you like this podcast, please rate and review because that's how other people can find us. And we really want to spread this message.
1: So on that note, let's pray. Father, I thank you for being the best listener (laughs) and for accepting all our feelings about what's going on in our lives, but also how we feel about you. Sometimes I know I've been angry, I've been Mm -hmm. upset, I've been disappointed. I just heard about Ravi Sakharas yesterday, and and Mm -hmm. it just was crushing. And Lord, it just makes me realize we're all fallen, we're all frail we're all susceptible we're all sinners and lord i just pray thanks for your forgiveness for our for our fallings and i pray that you would continue to reach out to us and and give us a reason to look forward to being with you because there are times when i just i need i need you there and uh, i know you're always there and i thank you for that lord i just pray you would hope those people listening that they would, they would have the strength to explore their feelings and explore what they can do to um, reach out to you, Lord, and, and be accepted by you, Lord. And I pray that they would realize that you accept them regardless of how they feel mm-hmm. about you, that you love them anyway even when they're angry, even Mm -hmm. when they're sad, even when they're hurting, that you want them to know that you love them and you're there for them. Lord, I just pray for your presence in their lives, especially when they're going through feelings that they've hidden most of their lives. I just pray that you would let them know that you're feeling those feelings with them too, that you're grieving with them, you're hurting with them, and you want to lift them up and bring them to a place of joy and grace and healing in their life, in your name.
0: And Lord, I thank you so much that you can take it you can mm. take our anger or frustration and father for some reason i don't know why this is coming to me but i think of plants and animals and how many different species and how how many different there is and that's the same with our feelings lord that mm. there are so many different feelings and lord so many of us have lived in the one or the other that we haven't got to experience you know true joy or you know frustration that's not just anger or amusement lord that you would help us to realize that by feeling feelings we get to experience so much more of you and your compassion and your love and father i just think of how so many of us get to a place and we feel like well this is my life i'm done this is it and that no matter how old we are we reinvent ourselves. we we keep going we we learn new things it's never too late we're never done until we're done and that you give us so much grace and um, Lord, sometimes I feel like, oh, why has it taken me so long? But I know that, you know, it's all a process and we we discover and we grow in different ways and each one of us in different ways. And I'm just grateful, Lord, for your patience with me and for the people that have been willing to come alongside me and to validate me. And Lord, that's uh, who we want to be for others. And we know that the people listening want to be that for others as well. And I pray that through this podcast that we might not only minister to the those listening, but those listening might be able to minister to their friends, to their family, to the ones that are hurting. And I just thank you for that awesome thing you've created as a community for us, Lord, that we really need each other and we really need you in your son's holy name. Amen.
1: Amen.